0: Our reading this evening can be found in the book of John, chapter 18, from verse 28 to 40. John, chapter 18, from verse 28 to 40. This can be found on page 1086 in the Church Bibles. Then the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor. By now it was early morning and to avoid ceremonial uncleanness they did not enter the palace because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and asked, What charges are you bringing against this man? If he were not a criminal, they replied, We would have handed him over to you. Pilate said, Take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. But we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. This took place to fulfill what Jesus had said about the kind of death he was going to die. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea? Jesus asked. Or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied, your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is it you have done? Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? retorted Pilate. With this he went out again to the Jew. Jews gathered there and said, I find no basis for a charge against him, but it is your custom for me to release you, one prisoner, at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? They shouted back, No, not him. Give us Barabbas. Now Barabbas had taken part in an uprising. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thank you very much, Gideon. Uh, evening, everybody. Lovely to see you all. Um, great interview can see where they got the idea for little and large. (laughs) Right, we've got some, um, that's upset someone, um, got some headings up on the screen. Um, They will help us navigate our way through. Uh, We're not going to do any waggling on the T, we're going to go straight in. Um, And we've got a number for us. Uh, Let's put the number up. Uh, 191. Anyone want to have a guess? Be brave. I wonder what that number might refer to. 191. It's actually 191 shopping days till Christmas. Now good news if you're a shopper. If you're not like me then it's of no interest at all. 191 shopping days to Christmas. So, why Christmas? What is Christmas all about? Uh, We know that it's uh, when much of the world celebrates the birth of Jesus Christ, but why? Well, tonight we're told, aren't we? Verse 37 Jesus himself tells us "Uh, The reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. And although written here with a small t, the truth that Jesus is talking about is capital T truth. Uh, the truth about God, who he is. One of the things I've got uh, really excited about, uh, learned as we've been working our way through John this year, is um, shown by these slides here. And we'll just scroll through them. There's one little word that you'll see uh, highlighted. And as we scroll through, maybe a bit slowly, just pick out one, read it through. A bit slower, Sophie. Sophie. Just uh, read one of those uh, verses and we'll go on to the next one. Having worked through those slides, uh, maybe you don't need any help now uh, working out what this number uh, refers to. Thank you, Olaf. Uh, 35 times in John's Gospel, Jesus says he has been sent uh, by his Father. Get a hold of that. 35 times. Uh, sent from heaven uh, to earth, not dragging his feet, but in perfect obedience to his Father's will to carry out uh, the plan that has been in place before the beginning of time. Uh, The point is, Jesus knows where he comes from. But still, Jesus knows who he comes from. Uh, So when it comes to life's big questions, those realities we can't see, Jesus is worth listening to because he's seen them he's seen them for himself he knows what he's talking about so for imagine for a moment uh, that rachel's dad uh, is a delightful uh, wealthy generous individual uh, like father like daughter he's got a vast estate in the country and he not, loves for nothing better than to share it with uh, all and sundry so how do we get uh, to enjoy how do we get to find out how do we get to this place Because we want a part of it, don't we? Well, of course, it's obvious. We go to Rachel. She's grown up there, she's lived there. She can tell us how to get there, what goes on there. She knows all about it. So, again, verse 37 Jesus tells us the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. So, yippee! We've got the truth. But I wonder whether Pilate speaks for us with his throwing his hands up dismissively. (laughs) What is truth? Because, in other words, truth is elusive, isn't it? None of us can be certain of capital T truth. Just in my short lifetime, um, the story of truth seems to be ever-changing. So, in some sense, in the past, uh, absolute truth, Uh, There was more confidence in it. Uh, We've gone to being more comfortable with uh, all truth being relative, Uh, the postmodern pick and mix approach. You uh, pick and choose what truths work for you and those that don't, until we get to the point in 2016 where the Oxford English Dictionary uh, picked the word post-truth as their word of the year, uh, relating to or denoting circumstances in which objective facts are less influential in shaping public opinion than appeals to emotion and personal belief. So this story of truth is on shifting sh- sands. Well, I would love here uh, to stand here tonight and to persuade you uh, beyond all doubt of the truth of God. But I can't. And that's for our good. Uh, because we can't prove God because that will undermine uh, the relationship between creator and creature. You see, if we can prove God, what we are doing is, in a sense, we are becoming equals, and that is not for our good. We were only ever made to be creatures in the image of our creator, ever dependent on him. So while we can't prove that uh, we are given evidence evidence here which we call to trust and to access this evidence Jesus gives us a very simple truth here doesn't he Uh, verse 37 again everyone on the side of truth well what do they do in his simple test they listen to him they listen to Jesus So that's our very first simple take home tonight. We've got to be good listeners, uh, making time and letting this word uh, speak into our lives and shape us. And if you're here tonight as someone who is searching for the truth, then uh, at the back on the little table there, there's uh, copies of John's Gospel. Uh, Pick one up, take it home, uh, work your way through it over the week, and as you do so, say, come on, Jesus, I'm all ears Show me who you are. Show me the Father. Well, tragically, uh, as then, uh, so now, so today, uh, many don't listen to Jesus. And that takes us neatly to our second point, uh, the truth, Jesus, the truth, is rejected. Uh, I was having a chat on the weekend away with someone who has been in applying for medical school and he was telling me about the, the hurt and the pain and the upset of being rejected um, many times. And I guess if we shared stories of rejection here, they'd come in all different guises, wouldn't they? Uh, rejection is always awful, uh, whether it's for um, a place of study you're going to or a job you're going for Uh, even worse, uh, someone, um, a person, being rejected by a person. um, Rejection is always awful. But here, the rejection is ultimate. First, the Jewish leaders, in verse 30, uh, hand Jesus over to Pilate. And then Pilate, down uh, verse 16 of chapter 19, bottom right uh, of our Bible page here, uh, Pilate hands Jesus over to be crucified, so two handings over Jewish leaders to Pilate, Pilate to crucifixion so we 've got these two worlds, two kingdoms, coming together, conspiring together to rid themselves of a man who, in this very moment, looks as as weak and harmless as they come got no army, no friends a little more than the shirt on his back, uh, yet so despised, uh, you could say an inconvenient truth, uh, that he must be done away with. So let's think about the Jews first. Verse 28. Then the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor. By now it was early morning, and to avoid ceremonial uncleanness, they did not enter the palace because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover So Pilate came out to them and asked them, what charges are you bringing against this man? If he weren't a criminal, they replied, we wouldn't have handed him over to you. Pilate said, take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. But we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. Well, you couldn't make it up, could you? You know, here are uh, devout men, desperate on the one hand to eat the earthly Passover lamb, and yet, hell bent on the other to kill the heavenly Passover lamb, the one to whom all their Passover celebrations, all their religious festivals point. We'll come back to them in a minute. Let's think about how Pilate helps our understanding. And I think the first thing to notice is that this is the last place he wants to be, isn't it? He's not interested. So, 31 again. Uh, take him yourselves, judge him by your own law. 35. Am I a Jew? Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. He's more interested in the breakfast on his table that he's just been interrupted from uh, than getting involved in this situation that's uh, presented itself before him. And next, the, the exchange we've got to say this exchange with Jesus is just a bit odd, isn't it? It's as if they're involved in two different conversations. Uh, Pilate has picked up this idea of Jesus being a king, so he asks uh, 33, uh, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus can't answer because his answer would be misleading. Because yes, he is a king, but no, he isn't a king in the way that Pilate understands kingship. Earthly kings, earthly rulers... Uh, ruled by might and power and often in a way which oppresses their subjects. Whereas Jesus, uh, again his rule is powerful yet his power is one of humility and gentleness uh, ruling in such a way that people like you and me are wonderfully free to live and love as we have been made to. But I wonder if it's this claim to kingship uh, that is behind, that sits behind not only the rejection of Jews and Pilate here but all rejection of Jesus. Because to be king means to rule over your subjects and yet we are men and women uh, who don't want to be ruled over. Uh, We've chosen independence, Uh, we don't want you thanks to Jesus, life will be better off without you. I was wondering whether Pilate, whether it's fair to say that Pilate here represents our friends. Uh, he's a busy man, he's stressed out. I don't know whether that's true of his family, but certainly with his job, you can imagine him saying to his mates down the pub, you know, my life, you know, trying to control these wretched Jews in this God-forsaken part of the empire when I'd much rather be back home in Rome. That's his story, isn't it? And like my friends, uh, busy and stressed, uh, seeing little need, little understanding of uh, why they need Jesus. Okay, Richard, you know, Jesus may be truth, may be your truth, but he's not my truth. What is truth? How can we know truth? But Pilate had his moment, didn't he? When Jesus said, everyone on the side of truth listens to me, he could have leaned in and said, go on, Jesus, tell me more. And it just makes me think that in our conversations with friends and families, uh, we've got to help them to have similar moments, praying that the Spirit uh, will help them to, to lean in. I'm listening, I'm interested, please help me. Well, if we're to align our friends, unbelieving friends with Pilate, uh, then those of us who love and follow Jesus must take that uncomfortable step of doing the same with the Jewish leaders, aligning ourselves with them, because I think the truth is uh, we're far closer to them we're far more like them than we would choose to think. So where are we, uh, so self-righteous, blind to our failings, that we are in danger of rejecting our Saviour and handing him to be cruci- over to be crucified all over again? I know for myself, I've been thinking that uh, that daily discipline of repentance uh, saying sorry for those things which have no place in God's holy kingdom. Uh, I can get out of that habit. Goes days without repenting. Uh, both of those things I'm aware of, also for those things I'm not aware of. Again, have we got friends who have permission, uh, who know us so well that they can call us out? Uh, just this past Thursday, I phoned up a friend. Talk through a situation just to ask whether I'm being out of order. And because I know He loves me, I can take it when He tells me, Yes, you're being an idiot. Stop doing it. Start doing that. Whatever it may be. Jesus testifies to the truth. Remember those 35 times again. He has been sent. He knows where he comes from. He knows what he's talking about. But in being sent, he experiences rejection. First, from uh, his own people, the Jews, who should have known better. Uh, and second, from those who had responsibility for administering justice. It's not right, is it? But remember, as we're told, Jesus himself tells us, my kingdom isn't of this world. My kingdom is from another place. So we can take heart uh, when we feel lonely or odd because it seems like we're the only person on our street, the only person in our place of work, the only person in our place of study who listens to Jesus and takes his claim seriously because that is uh, the authentic Christian life. Uh, one of feeling odd, one of feeling lonely, uh, that of rejection. So, with the Spirit's help, we must carry on the job Jesus has started to testify to the truth, even in the face of rejection. Because remember that little saying we have in our language uh, the truth will out. The truth of who Jesus is and his rule, his kingdom, will one day out for all to see. And we want people to receive that truth now with joy. Uh, rather than later when it will only be a fearful thing to hear and receive. Finally then, just a very brief word as we finish. Uh, Jesus' rejection is our acceptance. Let me read from verse 38. Pilate says, what is truth? Uh, With this he went out again to the Jews, gathered there and said, I find no basis for a charge against him. But it is your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? They shouted back, No, not him. Give us Barabbas. Now, Barabbas had taken part in an uprising. The one thing we know about Barabbas is he was guilty. Uh, You may not be persuaded about this link between the Jewish leaders and Christians. Uh, the link between Pilate and uh, unbelieving friends. Uh, but we must be clear that we here are all Barabbas. Along with everyone that's ever lived, uh, we all stand guilty before our holy gods. And yet wonderfully, this rejection, uh, first by the Jews and then Pilate, uh, this handing over is all in God's hands Part of his plan since before the beginning of time, as Jesus is moving here towards the cross and his death. And if we think this this rejection by the um, the Jews uh, by Pilate is a terrible injustice, an awful thing, then we have no understanding um, of the reje- of the depth of the awfulness of the rejection. Uh, what happens on the cross as God the Father himself uh, rejects the Son uh, who he loves utterly to bits. So as guilty Barabbas uh, went free that day, so you and I uh, go free the moment we put our trust in Jesus. And as we live now uh, for this unseen kingdom, a kingdom that one day we will see in all its glory, uh, we rejoice that we actually are the freest people of all. Our friends look at us and say, following Jesus, that means rules, that means chains. And the wonder is, is that following Jesus, we are the freest people of all. Jesus said, know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Let me lead us in a prayer. 35 times, Father, we're told that Jesus tells us uh, that He was sent. That He knows what He's talking about, Father. Uh, Father, thank you for the Holy Spirit that brings such truth alive and carries it to hearts and minds. And as we go into it this week, Father, thank you that you know each one of us, you know the challenges. Uh, the struggles, the hopes, the joys that we face. Uh, Please would you help us to meet each uh, with faith in your son uh, who is ruling now over this kingdom that we can't see, but one day we will in all its glory. And we pray in his name. Amen.